0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross app. It is June 14th, 2021. This is the post-raw review at Fightful.com. This past weekend, we had a loaded weekend. NXT TakeOver. We had the, the post-show. We had the media call. We had a pre-show media call. There was UFC this weekend. Denise covered Impact Wrestling Against All Odds. That's Moose and Omega. So much stuff going on. I interviewed Kyle O'Reilly and Jody Threat. YouTube.com slash Fightful has all of that. Fightfulpods.com has all of that. Denise, I am so glad that your your house did not burn down.
2: Oh, my God. Sean, BTW, how are you so quick at coming in? Like, I need to hire you to be like the – you need to be like a firefighter or something. Switch, switch career fields. You're really – <laughs> Know how many houses you would save by then?
0: I like to make sure that you and Jeremy aren't ruining the website that I've worked so hard to build.
2: So (laughs) I was watching. Hold on. Hold the phone. You were making sure that Jeremy and I didn't ruin the website that you've taken forever to build. Yet, how Mm -hmm. many post shows don't I have by myself? Jeremy has his own show. Jeremy helps write the news, and you haven't just yet.
0: If you've ever watched Jeremy's shows, you'll know why I have concerns.
2: Okay, then so Why me? What is your reasoning? I need to know now.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Donate a super chat. That will get your question or statement read on the air. Even questions or statements like Evan Wright saying, Denise Rollins is going to burn it down tonight. What's, What's Spanish for smoke? Umo. Umo. Okay, there we go. Denise the smoke salcedo. There we go. Wow. Here we go guys. WWE Monday Night Raw. But hey, you know what? Denise,
2: W, Sean, you're welcome because I saw those views on that clip, okay? So, It'd you know what? You were afraid that I and Jeremy were going to ruin your website. You're welcome. You're welcome for getting you those clicks. It did it
0: did well. It's in the thousands of views over at youtube.com/fightfulscraps. You're welcome. Uh, I haven't promoted this much lately, but YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps. That's where we post a lot of our clips from shows, from interviews, a lot of stuff like that. Make sure you check it out. Uh, last night I'm we also offended.
2: had... A- I don't even want to continue on with this show. That is how offended I am.
0: Ryan B. Jam says, Denise, just ask SRS how he's able to come in so <laughs> quick. Hashtag Blue Chew. Well, I mean, that's how, uh, that's how it is. And Evan Wright asked if that clip did numbers it did do numbers but you know what hopefully our super chats do numbers because of all the raws i've watched this year this was probably one of the least bad i guess uh i wouldn't call it good but it was one of the least bad denise
2: it wasn't a bad okay well, I don't. I was gonna say it wasn't a bad show. Okay, I think given all the other Raws, I would say that this one would be on the spectrum of what I would consider on the good side of Raw, not on the great a, side, but the good side.
0: Grading on a curve. It's <laughs> yes, it was yes, it was pretty yes. solid. Uh, JL says, "Did you try to put that hot pocket in your WWE toaster?
2: I don't even have a WWE toaster, you know.
0: I almost didn't. It almost." It almost burned my house down last week.
2: I saw that, but I was like I saw the video that you posted where it was like flickering, I was, but I didn't know what what was happening.
0: Yeah, I was I was using it and my pagel, my paleo bagel got stuck down in there. It was almost really, <laughs> really bad.
2: So if that toaster burns your house down, can I take credit for that?
0: Yeah. I mean oh, if awesome. you wanna if you wanna pay the insurance and all that. Oh well. Uh, we have Ken Shiro donating a super chat. Says WWE wants to be Marvel. They said, "Remember when the Guardians of the Galaxy showed up in Avengers with new names and roles?" Oh wait. <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about that. That was a very hot topic, uh, without a doubt. Omar Diaz says it's my birthday today, and Denise' new gimmick, "Burn it down." Man, you you tried to make it. So so here's the way the super chats work: you get a certain number of characters based on how much money you put in. He really.
2: Look at this! He got rid of all. These That's super chatting on a budget, and you know what? I love it. I am here for it.
0: Do you remember those, like in in the '90s? They had those collect call stuff, like when I was collect-
2: born in the '90s. So move on. Ask somebody else. You,
0: okay, so maybe you'll remember it. But <laughs> you right. would you would call collect, and they would be like, "Say the name of the person who's calling," and you'd be like, "Sean," and you denise you would pick up the phone they'd be like this is a collect call from sean and you'd be able to be like no i don't accept the charges for this call well on the commercial somebody's somebody called their friend collect and they said my name is bob we had a baby it's a boy and that's what this reminds me of
2: yeah Sean, it's my
0: birthday today and denise new gimmick burn it down
2: happy birthday omar
0: this needs to be your new twiddle twitter handle
2: my twiddle I don't have Twitter
0: a Twitter, Twiddle. Yeah. Yeah. You barely have a Twitter either. Nobody follows you. Jamie yeah, miles says, I-, I know it's semantics, but can we start calling raw, boring and repetitive instead of the worst attitude, ruthless errors with racism, sexism or worse, buddy? I'm sorry. There was way better stuff within the context of those shows that made sense. And you can look at it with, with like 2020 vision, but there was just in addition to that dog shit that was on there, but there you go. Hannah says, I remember this, and I'm younger than Denise. Had a baby, it's a boy.
2: Wait, had a baby, it's a boy? Yeah, probably had
0: a baby, it's a boy.
2: Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't get it.
0: Mm. Planet Dan says, with the news about Reigns and Omega being turned into their company's biggest baby faces, how do you see each of their redemption stories playing out? I don't see either one of these playing out, Denise. I don't know where their stories came from. I hadn't read them But I think Kenny Omega loses the title to Hangman Page after Omega goes on this run of like who's going to possibly beat him. And um, I think Reigns maybe changes a little bit, but I think the, the character that he's rocking with right now is the best for him.
2: Well, at least Omega has somebody that you can at least say, you know what? I can definitely see Hangman Page being the new champion. I don't think we have anybody yet in mind for Roman Reigns just yet.
0: Matt, who has a great profile picture, says, is Denise going to burn it down tonight? Yay, no more Lily. Are you going to burn it down tonight, Denise?
2: You're welcome, Sean. By the way, all these super chats have been about me and my house and my burning it down. Okay, so you know what? You're welcome, Sean, even though you offended me at the top of the stream by saying you didn't trust me and Jeremy.
0: Yeah, it's a shame that they're.
2: I am forever going to be. It's going to take a while for me to let that one go.
0: It's a shame there are no super chats about me burning my house down because I don't burn my house down.
2: You nearly did with that toaster. You just... Not on the air.
0: Not on the air, I don't. Ryan B. Jam says, don't care about Raw, but all of MLB is calling Vladdy as Daddy. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Ryan B. Jam says, Denise is a hot potato and she will burn it down. Ryan Martin's... Says, hey, Sean, do you have anything else on AOP? I've seen Paul Ellering tag WWE and NXT a lot on Twitter posts and replies. Yeah, so here's the deal. Um, last year, either AOP or their representatives reached out to New Japan. I don't know who. I just know that somebody did. And New Japan was not bringing in new guys. There were AEW wrestlers that pushed to bring AOP in. And AEW at the time was like, eh, I don't think that that's going to work right now. So they didn't come in. They were free agents at the worst time for international wrestlers to be free agents. You have to deal with visas and all that garbage. But uh, a company reached out to AOP, I want to say three months ago, maybe February, March, and either AOP or their representative said they're both retired, they're working regular jobs now. Apparently, they've had a change of heart because after the report that we put out, they're like, well, we're not done. Uh, Also, there was a writer that reached out in April – to Rezar and said hey do you want to do an interview with me and Rezar replied I'm not a wrestler so apparently they've had a change of heart Denise they are 26 and 28 years old I think it's a good thing that they've had a change of heart
2: it's so crazy to even hear like their ages and like see like how young they are like I I hope that they did have a change of heart because I do think that there is a space in the wrestling world for a team like AOP that's for sure
0: Listen, I'm just out here bringing AOP out of retirement and breaking up the Nightmare Collective. No big deal. I'm just causing all the, the most important things in wrestling to happen via my reports and, and my hair. That, that's the John, case.
2: How is your head not bigger than mine at this point? She's got a
0: big-ass head. Happy birthday, o Thanks for the Super Chat advice. You all suck.
2: Ah, uh, you're gonna have to be really reading really fast I, now.
0: Okay, I'm gonna put in a rule. I'm not reading anymore like this. Oh, not a one. Come on,
2: Sean, Sean. If the, I ain't doing pay it. the money, if the I ain't doing it pay the money, they can write it the way no, that they want. You're not know? doing it. You are a super chat, not
0: Denise got muted. Sexy Pheasant says, Hi messy Denise numero uno. People are just like, again, not
2: people do what they want. Let's
0: mute Denise again. Kate Hensler says it feels like Vince has never watched TV wrestling and was forced to write an episode in 20 minutes, but he kind of invented it. Denise, we we saw some new stuff, but even like the good stuff we saw, like we have seen Charlotte or or we've seen Rhea and Asuka a bunch of times. We've seen Charlotte and Nikki Cross already. Did this give you any hope that maybe things are turning around a little bit?
2: Turning around for what, exactly?
0: I don't know. Women's
2: vision? What are we talking about here?
0: When crowds come back, as they're saying.
2: Look, there's times where I get into this like headspace where I'm thinking, well, maybe they're doing all of these repeat matches because, oh, they, you know, they're saving their stuff for when the crowds come back. But then I tried to remember a couple of the, you know, the shows that we were doing post pandemic era. And Sean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but weren't there several episodes where we were sitting here essentially talking about the fact that creative was just going down? this you know garbage shoot because it was not good and we had people that we didn't even know of like you know this whole pandemic thing so I'm thinking to myself like don't be dumb and realize that this was a complaint that you had even before the pandemic era now I did notice today that like within a god I don't know maybe the first 20 minutes of the show they definitely did have a lot of women's matches Mm -hmm. announced even opened with a women's match so I did notice that uh, the, the the intro to Raw definitely felt a little bit different. And I've kind of gotten to realize that whatever like happens in the first hour of Raw is or like the first like half hour of Raw is really what sets the tone for the entire show. Like if the first half hour of Raw is like interesting, like whatever mood it sets, I notice that that is a pattern that it sticks with it for the full three hours.
0: Well, we are going to get to these non-Raw super chats uh, before Raw. John Kelly says, you are literally hot. Rob
1: Wilkins
0: Wilkin says, Lee Marshall used to do 800 collect promos on Nitro. Yeah, uh, Dilo Brown and Steve Austin were in a one of those commercials like that. So uh, Cyclops said that for, for commercial, showed me how to get free phone calls. They weren't free for who you were calling, buddy. It was <laughs> like, like $1.99 a minute. It was something ridiculous, or maybe it was $0.10 cents a minute. I can't remember, but it was ridiculous. Omar asked if you like Cool Ranch Doritos.
2: I do actually. There, I don't like. I like nacho cheese Doritos way more, but I do like Cool Ranch.
0: Uh, Evan Wright says thoughts on OC and Buttlander. That's uh, Statlander against Lee Moriarty and Trish Adora. I love that match. I think it's a great match to book. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to see how that goes. I think if uh, they have a good showing, it could go a, a long way for Lee and Trish. Drew Lytle says, "Remember when Carrot Top and Stephanie did one of those commercials circle collect call number?" Yes, I didn't know that was Stephanie though. Wow. Ryan Martin says, <laughs> "Did you do you see Regal stepping down tomorrow and Joe taking his place?"
2: I think it's one of those things where you hear so much of this, and everybody's talking about it, and there are so many reasonings to believe that this may be happening. You can't help but to kind of believe that it's a very huge possibility. So I think right now I'm gonna say yes. I do feel like this could happen. But Sean, you're smiling, and and I can tell you're hiding something right now from me and from the viewers. You know something. You know something.
0: I do know something. I can (laughs) tell.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like you're making fun of my answer because you're like, no. Oh, no no he doesn't I, I know sh- anything
0: <laughs> there's just stuff i can't say like there's stuff i can't say uh one says denise is-
2: twice if, if you know
0: <laughs> uh Den- or Juan gabriel said um uh, denise covers alicia keys girl on fire confirmed cyclops oh, that- says they were free when the person declined the call oh man well, I wouldn't want that. I mean, wait—you wouldn't be able to connect the call then. I'm confused. I'm confused. Asian Joe says the profits are up, and Denise wants the smoke. My God, let's get into WWE Raw. Let's talk about it.
2: Yes, yeah, sorry, Sean. Denise Salcedo's presence is bringing in all the super chats. I'm
0: good. Hey, I'm
2: glad. Keep sending those super please chats in, please. Jimmy Van, be
0: Gonna mute Denise again. <laughs> Denise's big ass head. It's got to be Hornswoggle. Says Elijah. Tyrone Kid says, "Nacho cheese, cool ranch, give me some little pudding. What? What? What's that mean, Denise?
2: I don't want to talk about it. Everybody What's it
0: mean? Why are you little pudding? little
2: pudding? thing. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. All right. Point is, I can't sing. Everybody knows it what can you do there are certain people that can, cannot do things in this world
0: we're about we to are- get paid not- off of singing that grease song that's all i know
2: nobody told me that whole 50 subscribers thing had i known no, i would that's, 50 people to subscribe to the cause, channel
0: because it's bullshit i'm not gonna sit there and uh, no it doesn't have anything to do with subscribers we're gonna get paid off this denise we
2: are well yes, then we tomorrow nobody yes. told me this either
0: well, I'm going to, to an amusement park tomorrow. We need to talk about Raw. Um, what
2: park are you going to tomorrow? Kings you Island roller coasters, Sean? Or are you like yeah. scaredy cat? I'm riding
0: roller coasters. Oh, okay.
2: I don't know. You have like this dad vibe where like, I feel like you just go and eat nachos and chill on the side while everybody goes and hangs oh out God. at the roller coaster. You do
0: not. You really do not know me at all. Do you? <laughs> my God. Okay, so Nikki Cross defeated Charlotte Flair via count out. I do not know what WWE's obsession is with turning Rhea Ripley into the troll face meme, but that's what they're doing. You know what the troll face meme is?
2: No, what is that? You've
0: never seen the troll face meme. I'm
2: sure I have. I just don't didn't know that's what you it You have. But
0: uh I'll just pull it up right here. Why not? Why not? That's that's what I like to do. They are turning Rhea Ripley into this.
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I just didn't know that's what it was called.
0: She's just sitting there and going, The
3: whole yeah, time.
2: I didn't get that from that. That's all she does. This. <laughs> it's outside so and giggles. Neat, huh? I'm not saying
0: that she looks like it. I'm just saying that's what they're doing with her. She is out there trolling Charlotte Flair. That's it. And she's just sitting there.
2: But what, what does she even have? She doesn't even have any credibility to be trolling at this point. They've given her zero credibility to even right. be a troll. Well, yeah, because she... she,
0: <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand. Like, this is not what got Rhea Ripley over. Headbutting somebody in the nose like we saw later, that's what got Rhea Ripley over. And in this match, Charlotte gets easily distracted and loses via countout. So, Denise, we have a champion who's out there just trolling the challenger has lost a tag team match has lost a two minute challenge and now a one-on-one match via count out. So they're like, Hey, here's this big loser. You're going to watch on Sunday compete for the world title.
2: Enjoy. I think right from the start when they were doing this whole beat the two minute cloth thing, whatever it's called. I, I, already knew that this is what they were basing this whole feud on this whole story between Charlotte and Rhea is that they're essentially both two losers. that can't beat Nikki cross. That doesn't make sense. When you think about this, like I can't, See, this is the thing that it's not believable in the sense that Charlotte, somebody like, let's just use Charlotte, for example, Charlotte, who's literally gone to battle with every single top female wrestler that you can think of has, you know, main event in WrestleMania. You can, you know, really bring a big list of her accolades and everything that she has done in WWE. Do you really, really think that someone like her is going to lose in the manners in which she has been losing the past couple of weeks? It's not believable it's like what did Charlotte just suddenly forget everything she knows about wrestling did she suddenly forget the rules was she so heated by this that it just made her forget everything it's not believable and that is very unfortunate because like I said at the top of this none of these women deserve this storyline built and this is not doing anything for Rhea Ripley who seriously had the opportunity to become one of the hottest champions and unfortunately it has not been turning out that way because of stories like this and Charlotte is a great competitor they could have, they they had that story there that they could have told with Rhea and Charlotte for the longest time heading into Helena's in a Cell and instead this has essentially become this like joke story
0: couldn't say it better uh we have a super chat uh, from the nerd guru that says I hate it here I can't be ours to care about Rhea versus Flair Bobby got pinned Eva is still bad brain cells died I cared about Charlotte and Rhea at the end of what they did tonight so let's go ahead and talk about that keep in mind Nikki Cross is like "Woo! I know I'm a great former tag champion but I just want to be a countout." out and she's like punching air and she's like hell yeah so we have Charlotte versus Asuka for the or uh, Rhea versus Asuka for the fourth time since Wrestlemania they've had seven matches total But four singles matches. Fortunately, Denise, their chemistry has come a long way. Because I remember after those first two matches, we were saying, man, this sucks. Stop putting them in the ring together. This was good. Like, this is the type of Rhea-Asuka match they should have had at WrestleMania. Like, Asuka was throwing stuff at at Rhea, and Rhea just hauls off and headbutts her and drops Asuka. That was rad. That's what I want to see. I thought that Ripley's offense tonight, she did, like, the cravat knees, which I loved. And she pinned Asuka clean with the riptide. I'm cool with that. I don't think Asuka is hurt at all by losing to the world champion. Clean as a sheet in the middle of the ring. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. And when two really good wrestlers face each other, one's going to win and one's going to lose. I, I think that, to me, that protects somebody way more than doing what we saw with Alexa and Nia later in the night where I'm like, okay, well now I just shouldn't care. First off, before we get into the post-match, what did you think of the actual match?
2: Well, first of all, I do have to agree, and I hope I'm glad that we're here all thinking the exact same thing. Because can you imagine how bad? you I mean, you just said they've had four singles matches now. Can you imagine how bad it would have been on here if we would have been like, "Dude, this match was horrible again." Yeah. I felt bad saying that. I felt bad saying that for the WrestleMania match, for their uh, their, the 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 rematch after the WrestleMania match, and then the match after that. By then, I was thinking to myself, like, what, 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 what can you do? Like, how is it that they don't have this chemistry? So now at this point they're starting to finally be on the same page where this match was perfectly fine uh definitely better than all their past matches and honestly i'm just glad that i'm on here saying that uh again i thought this match was good and rhea ripley definitely needed this definitely uh this was probably the best thing that she's they've had her do since god maybe even since becoming the champion.
0: And. Uh... Seamus is on Raw Talks, so Says, "Got to disagree. Oscar now 0 4 against Rhea. Yeah, well, those first two matches sucked. That hurt it a lot more than her losing to Rhea. Sometimes somebody just has your number. Randy Orton's like 0 and a million against Kofi Kingston. He's all right. He's he's completely fine. Brandon Charles Powell says Charlotte and Rhea should have both been winning leading up to the pay per view. Not sure what WWE is thinking. WWE has this weird sense that." Causing somebody to lose makes us want to see the other person more. And it's just not that. I want to see two well-booked people against each other, Denise.
2: I want to be like... I want to sit here and have a solid argument with you as to why you believe Charlotte's going to win and why I believe Rhea's going to win or vice versa and yeah. be like, "Well, I'm so sold on my opinion because of this where it can we can actually have a an real And then I want
0: to mute you like that and be like, "No, this is why Rhea's going to win." And I'll get mad at you. That's what exactly.
2: I want. Exactly. That's all there. Like that's that should be I don't think the I don't think When's the last time we did that? When's the last time when we were sitting here saying, oh, I firmly believe this person's going to win. And you were like, no, it's definitely going to be this person because this, this, and that. No, I don't remember the last time that happened.
0: We still have some super chats here. Tyrone Kid says, use the story for someone new and not Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross has never had like a major top-level push, though, and she's capable of it. She is a very likable personality, I think. Uh, Omar Diaz says, and new women's champion Charlotte – Probably according to Vince. Eh, yeah, Richie Goodacre says Nikki Cross's theme is terrible and doesn't fit. That theme is so bad, Denise. So bad. I would have thought like that it was Mickey James theme. And if it were on Mickey James, maybe it would have fit a little bit better. But with Nikki Cross, woof, man, this is bad. But I'll tell you what I liked: Charlotte coming. And by the way, that bodysuit ruled. That was an excellent bodysuit. It looked like Denise's <laughs> house last night.
2: <laughs> Why is it that both you and I thought that Charlotte's bodysuit looked really great? Because I was thinking that. I didn't put it out there, but I was definitely thinking it. Charlotte wow. did look great. She looked phenomenal.
0: It will. By the way, somebody's saying, nobody answered my super chat, buddy. What we do is when we get to the segment, then we address it. We don't jump back and forth, back and forth as, as best we can, but... um they beat the crap out of each other. Charlotte got busted up, and Charlotte knew she got busted up and made sure that the camera found that she got busted up and went back for more. This made me want to see them, Denise. This, it, I, I always say Peter Griffin versus the chicken works. Uh, for those of you who have never watched Family Guy, Peter Griffin and this chicken just fight each other every time they see each other. No matter what happens, they just fight each other. I want to see that. I want to see them fighting when they get into the parking lot, when they're backstage, when they're at catering, when they come out for a contract signing. I don't need to see anything else. I need to see officials constantly pulling them apart from each other. I want to see a match going on. Maybe we're watching Cedric and Shelton for the 74th time or Elias and Riker for the fifth time. And instead, what happens is Charlotte, And Rhea come brawling down through the ring and Elias and Riker are like, what the hell? And they got to pull them apart. Like, I want to see something like that. And this was the closest we got to anything like that for these two. This was the most interesting thing they've done. I thought
2: this was one of the highlights of raw period, honestly. And the one thing that I put out there tonight was really when Helena cell comes and they do this big, you know, promo package promoting the match. Forget everything that happened with Nikki Cross. I don't care if this package is... 3 seconds 10 seconds long just show this brawl and do not show anything else because this really is the only thing at this point aside from the fact that I love Charlotte Flair and that I love Rhea Ripley aside from that this was the only thing that made me want to see this match none of the other stuff that happened with Nikki Cross and this has nothing to do with Nikki Cross it's just really the story uh made me want to see this match so I do really hope that they just kind of forget about all of the other stuff even though I know they're not, but really the brawl, Charlotte Flair bleeding every time I thought that they officially had uh, you know, separated them. Charlotte Flair came back. Uh, she threw a couple of elbows. I mean, I thought it was great.
0: William Davis says this match should have been hell in a cell, let them get brutal and Rhea get back to her roots. And if they had done that story the way I had just mentioned it, then it would have given a reason. They'd be like, this is this is what we have to have to contain this. Uh Ryan P. Jam says Sean talking about Family Guy makes me wonder who it Fightful is, the Meg. Uh Joe would probably refer to himself as as Meg, I think. Uh Asian Joe says the cringiness of Nikki's babyface booking is second only to SRS's babyface character on Quizzle Mania. That was a fun one though. I like that
2: one. No, I hate babyface Sean Rossap.
0: <laughs> I'm a great baby face. I'm just happy to be here, Denise.
2: Oh, no, sad. no, stop. Don't even go there tonight.
0: Seamus <laughs> says, or Seamus is on Raw Talk says, Can AEW air Rampage at 7 p.m. instead of 10 p.m.? I think they should air it at 7 p.m. on Fridays instead of 10 p.m. on Fridays, Denise. Uh, whenever th- they got that show, I think airing it after two hours of wrestling is a bad idea. Any thoughts
2: on that? Oh, man. I don't know because either way, it's going to stress me out.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. So uh, backstage, we see Tamina and Natalia working out in the ring. Mandy and Dana are are upset that this sound is overcoming their photo shoot or something. And they complain. And Tamina, who took 10 years to win her first title, says, if you all worked half as much on your skill set as you do your looks... You would be champions. And I'm like, Tamina, it took you a decade to win that title. And then they fought. And I was like, all right, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. But it was just that line. I was like, oh, come on.
2: So here's my question. Who are the baby faces in this? Based on this segment alone. Because to me, it's not Dana, Dana or Mandy. I, I I don't...
0: I don't see a baby face in like half these stories, Denise. Alexa and Naya, Jackson Riker and Elias, I know people will go, "Well, uh, Jackson Riker is obviously the baby face. That's funny, because I haven't given a shit about him one time. Whoo boy! Because that was move.
2: yeah, exactly. So yeah, there you
0: go. Let's move on from this. Speaking of, let's talk about Alexa Bliss. She puts Lily in timeout. Good. Keep her there. Um, But this match, I didn't think was very good at all. Naya looks like she's barely like, here's the options. Naya hits you or she doesn't hit you. You know what I mean? And those got two very different endings to them. I didn't think this match was good, and I I loathed the finish. Loathed the finish.
1: Go ahead.
2: So here's the thing, too. There was a moment where Alexa Bliss did, like, this short DDT on Nia Jax, and it was probably one of the worst things I had ever seen. <laughs> um, Just, like, everything that happened there. This match was weird. Even before the actual finish itself, it was weird. Like, it, I don't know if I was watching everything in slow motion or just everything that was happening in the ring just wasn't clicking. It didn't feel like there was an actual... It didn't feel like an actual match. I don't even know if that makes any sense or that's like the best way to describe this. It was not good. And then I'm thinking here, Alexa Bliss, they've been, you know putting, yeah, we may not may not we may not all be fans of this Alexa Bliss character. Okay, fine. But the point is that they still have been putting a lot of effort into Alexa Bliss and her character and really doing a lot and making her you know, a big focus. So at the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself, like, why did they not have Alexa Bliss just win this match? It doesn't make sense, given everything that's done with her character. You would think that they would actually want her to win this match. I mean, the woman has all of these superpowers that apparently now I had somebody on Twitter list them down. And it was like a bullet, 10 bullet points of superpowers that this woman has. And we haven't even got into the post-match stuff on this.
0: So... Alexa has hit her finish. It's very clear she's going to win, but they have Reginald run in. And I'm just thinking, who does that protect? Alexa Bliss has had no matches since she faced Randy Orton like three months ago. She's had no matches against women since Nikki Cross at the beginning of February. She's had like two or three matches all year long. And nothing shows me hey, don't pay attention to what's going on with this person more than them not being willing to give her a clean win. What does it hurt Nia Jax? Are we preparing for some big giant Nia Jax push that I'm not aware of? Like Nia somehow looks better with all of us knowing that she was going to lose, but getting saved by Reginald, like that helps somehow. Meanwhile, Alexa Bliss has a match this Sunday at the pay-per-view. Shouldn't she maybe, I don't know, win? Wouldn't that help if she won something? Because right now, we're looking at Alexa Bliss, who barely wrestles, and then she gets in there, and she can't even get the win against Shayna Baszler, who, I don't know if you all know her history of late, lost to Reginald, lost to Natalya and Tamina, lost to Natalya and Tamina, lost to Natalya and Tamina, and then lost to Natalya and Tamina. She has not been winning matches. Shayna Baszler has like one win. In the last, I think, two months, maybe? In her last eight, nine matches? So we're supposed to be like super excited for this. No, not not working on me. Not working on me. And then afterwards, Reginald goes face-to-face with Alexa. And NerdGuru says, why is he still on TV? What's the reason? I'm working on it, buddy. FightfulSelect.com. I'm about to plug it here in a minute. But Alexa controls Reginald. And you know what, to me, this is some of the least offensive stuff that they did, that they've done. Like, To me, it's like, you know what, if this were Papa Shango, I'd be like, whatever, all right, cool. It's a lot better than the doll, but it's still bad.
2: Sean, if she can hypnotize people, and I think, didn't she, wasn't even like, what is it, telekinesis where she could move stuff at one point? Yeah. In that case, shouldn't she be winning like every single match? I mean, with all of that, why isn't she using it? And you can't even tell me, well, that's dumb, Denise. Well, they're incorporating it into the story. So there it is. It's there for me to use and wonder.
0: It You're right. You're right. Uh, shout out to the person on Twitter who made this.
2: Oh, man. That's what they do. They have her out
0: there smiling and giggling. She is a badass woman. And they got her out there. He <laughs> he. Now, sometimes you got a little sense of humor and stuff, but I remember when she got super over and that was not it. (sighs) Well, Stephen Jenkins says, so we're supposed to be cheering for Jackson Riker now? No, I'm good. Well, Denise, I'm good not talking about this entire segment because it's exactly the same thing that happened last week. Same Um, thing.
2: I feel like I at least just need to get a little upset about it, Sean, because I was already mad. When I saw that we were having this match again, I got up and I was like, I'm going to go get a cookie. I got a cookie. I came back and I stood in front of the TV eating my cookie. I was paying attention, thinking maybe something great is going to happen. Maybe I'm going to be surprised. Something's going to happen. What kind of cookie? Oh, chocolate chip. The
0: exact
2: same thing happened, Sean. The exact same thing why why is this happening to Elias why I used to like Elias I actually thought his you know walk with Elias perform his songs all of this they had something there what did Elias do to deserve this okay I'm sorry but this is terrible you're just essentially walking out why why answers
0: so Elias was a victim of good crowd reaction remember those crowd reactions Because he got cheered, and they're like, well, we better turn him babyface. Then they just made him not entertaining for for a long time. Um, We're going to see this again. We'll probably see it again on Sunday. I just don't care about it. I don't care about it whatsoever. But what I do care about are thumbs up and super chats. Donate a super chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. Brandon Charles Powell says hilarious that belt got to Tamina's head. It really did. She's like big time in people now, Denise.
2: Um, You know what? She waited this long. Might as well have (laughs) some fun with it.
0: We have the Miz and Morrison come out, coming out to the ring. I love the spot in the intro where they do the slow-mo and Miz is yelling at Morrison because he forgot him on the ramp. I thought that was very funny, but then we get a very short match with Jeff Hardy. And I'm just like, okay, cool. John Morrison gets a win. It's what happened after this that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Cedric, who lost to Jeff Hardy, comes out and he's like, you know what? You're washed up. And it's like, man, you lost to him. And Jeff says, well, you know what? If you beat me now, I'll retire. And I'm like, cool. A match with stakes. But you know what would have made sense? What? If Cedric beat Jeff last week, And then Jeff was booked in a match against Morrison this week. Because then Cedric could be like, I beat you. Why the hell are you booked for the show and I'm not? You're washed up. And then Jeff Hardy could say, okay, you think I'm washed up? Give me another crack at it. I want a shot to prove to you that that was a fluke and I'm not washed up. It would make so much sense, Denise. But instead what we have is Morrison, who lost a feud to Damian Priest with The Miz. Damian Priest ain't on TV right now. He's hanging out backstage at NXT every week instead. Um, and then you go to Cedric, who lost, to challenge another loser to a match.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It would have made more sense with the way that you explained it, for sure. Um, I think that Jeff Hardy Morrison... God just maybe even giving it maybe like I don't know an extra couple of minutes would have been really entertaining because they kind of had like it was very short but it was kind of fun for what it was uh and then with the Cedric thing I kind of felt like it just kind of came out of nowhere where he was kind of saying I I like obviously the whole thing about him idolizing him and all of that oh I love that because you know that's true but everything else was just kind of like all right cool this is the direction that we're heading into this with it all right fine when they actually when he challenged them for or when Jeff Hardy basically said like hey if i lose to you i'm retired part of me was like okay i love this because they're at least giving us some sort of reasoning and i don't love this because obviously it's predictable at the same time we know a jeff hardy ain't retiring on a basic monday night raw on june 14th It ain't happening okay but either way like it it I just, I couldn't get into it. I didn't like Cedric coming out even during the match with Morrison. I wasn't really that big of a fan of it there. Uh, the one thing I did like, and I also did like the commentary and made a note of this right away was when Cedric used the Swanton bomb to like, they, you know, pointed Love out that. that he's trying to retire him like with Jeff Hardy's iconic move. And then Jeff Hardy essentially ended up getting the win, um, you know, the same way. So I actually did like that. So I guess for what it was, packed up in this nice few minutes i guess they did a lot with what they could there
0: i enjoyed the match i enjoyed the stipulation it just didn't make any sense that it just it just was like to me they could have made a lot more sense of it and added some stakes there and i would love for cedric to like think that he's the legend killer but not be able to pull it off i wouldn't mind shelton teaming up with jeff hardy i mean why not do that i mean they've they've got a lot of things in common i think that would work Cyclops says, Cedric has the swagger of George McFly. <laughs> yes. Uh, please get in your super chat so we can read more statements like that. Oh, boy. I thought, but, you know, the stipulation, I'm good with that. Like, that's, that's a little something to add. And for those few minutes, I didn't think that Jeff Hardy was going to lose. But I was like, you know what? At least they, they added a little bit of something there.
2: Yeah, yeah, it helps spice things up just a bit.
0: Do you ever feel unsatisfied by raw, Denise?
2: Do I ever?
0: Do you ever feel like you need a little bit more? Yes. Do you ever feel like you're not fulfilled? With raw? Yes. Well, fortunately, our friends at magicspoon.com slash Fightful will fill you up. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. It is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I've gotten in much better shape over the last couple months, and Magic Spoon's been a big part of that. I have a bowl every single morning, and I love it. And right now you can build your own box. Cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter, cinnamon, and blueberry. Make your own. You can also get that chocolate and peanut butter, mix it together, make peanut butter cup. It is my favorite. If you're listening in Canada, Magic Spoon now ships there as well. You can go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab the new limited edition flavors. Actually, no, those are are out now. I forgot. They they sold like hotcakes. They were so popular. Uh, my apologies, but you can get your custom box, as I mentioned, and use your promo code FIGHTFUL at checkout to save $5 on your order. This offer is now good anywhere in the U.S. and Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. And get this, if you want to try it, if, if you sit there and you think about it and you're like, uh, maybe it's worth it, maybe it's not worth it, 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money, no questions asked. It is, you, you have nothing to lose hey look at this so much protein per carb that's right and the thing i like most about this is one bowl fills me up whenever i'm eating other cereals that aren't magic spoon i eat like half the box i just eat like half the box that's the way that stuff works not magic spoon one serve does the trick magic spoon.com slash fightful use the code fightful Ryan Martin says, does this mean Cedric's feud with Shelton is over? I think for now until they're like, oh, hey, he was. Probably bring him back briefly and he'll face Cedric again. Denise.
2: John, is my Internet going out or is it yours? It's probably
0: probably yours. Ricardo says some love for you guys. Thanks for the birthday. Shout out. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Now, let's talk about the thing that people want to talk about. Garmin Rose says, witness a crime, needing to stay safe, join a new brand as a part of the WDB Witness Protection, and gain a new identity. Why they do Piper dirty like that. That was a hot topic, Denise.
2: Oh, and we all knew it was going to be, right?
0: Oh, boy. Um, I'll I'll plug Fightful Select after this, because we had a lot of news on this. And we actually know what the pitched name for her is. I don't know if it'll be used, but Richie Goodacre says NXT UK was buried. Her name is Piper Niven. Aaron Entertainment says, Does anybody at Raw watch NXT UK? AK Germany 96 says, The commentator amnesia aside about Piper Niven is proof that nobody watches NXT UK. Dang. Robbie Smith says, I feel NXT UK got buried tonight after no one on commentary knew who Piper Niven was. They clearly don't watch their own product. Very sad. So let's talk about it.
3: Where Eva did Marie. Start?
0: Oh, boy. Well, I know. Did you see the social media today when, when it was announced? Eva Marie and uh, Naomi? Oh, I knew it was going to be a meltdown. Now, I'll tell you what I don't like. Those people that were going... Oh, by the way, people say it was my Wi-Fi going bad. Hey, I'm sorry.
2: You see what I mean? And here here I am.
0: Anyway, people melted down, and er, I don't like it when people go, can't wait for all those smart tears. The IWC is going to have a meltdown. Buddy, if you are tweeting that, you are a part of the IWC, that fabled thing. Everybody's got the internet, by the way. This ain't new. Implying that... Everybody on the IWC feels the same as, like, the dumbest shit ever. Like, it is such a dumb thing. But I had heard about a month ago, I can't even remember if I told you. I know I told Jimmy, but Piper Niven was supposed to be her muscle. And the way that they worked it is that Eva Marie came out, and Piper Niven's with her. They got her with the Bertha Fay hair, and... She comes out and she kicks the living shit out of Naomi. And she looked great doing it. She looked great. First off, not surprised that Eva didn't wrestle. The plan for her a couple months ago was to not wrestle. So all of you that were tagging me in her tweet being like, huh, what about that dirt cheap boy? Well, what about that? Uh, (laughs) Because I didn't see her wrestle tonight. Oh, you dirt cheap boy. (laughs) I mean, it's just, I assume. Hey, yeah, what about that dirt sheet boy? Yeah. yeah well, sorry, Mr. Wrestling Tonight. <laughs> Please,
2: if you make a shirt that says dirt sheet boy, I will buy that shot. Uh, <laughs> dirt, Sheep dirt, Sheep Sheep, dirt Sheep boy. Dirt sheet boy.
0: I thought Piper was great. I thought she did great. And I think for what Eva Marie did, I thought she did really great too. But what'd you oh, think about this?
2: Man, Sean, I oh man, I feel like terrible because I didn't love any of this. All right. Where do I begin? Here we go. I, I, um,
0: I didn't like Naomi jobbing out and getting crushed. I didn't like that. You could have done that with you could have done that with literally anybody else. Like, bring up some NXT Performance Center donk that hasn't been on TV yet.
1: <clears throat>
2: okay. So I'll start off with that then since you just mentioned that. That was one of the things where look I get it because right now they're in this Thunderdome era. I get why they put Naomi in the spot. They shouldn't have put Naomi in the spot though. She shouldn't be the one doing this. I'm sorry but I hope that once they go on the actual road they they have you know your local jobber doing this job you know for, for Piper Niven or whatever they decide to call her um, at the end of the day. So I do hope that we don't see Naomi or anybody else like Naomi in this situation. Now the whole thing with uh, Eva Marie coming uh, being scheduled, being announced as the one who's having the match, and then coming out and having her not be in the match. I'm sorry, but the way that they went about it was confusing and i get it that was the point of it all because the commentary team was like what's going on it was supposed to be eva marie what's happening here i'm sorry but they should have done something like i don't know she should have said something like i don't know anything there should have been some sort of segue it was just kind of like oh it's eva marie here she is here she's coming out and then all of a sudden well no this i don't even did they even refer to piper as anything they didn't call her anything right
0: no 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 No, they didn't So So
2: like all of a sudden just this person is coming out and doing this match it made no sense at all I mean yeah Piper looked great in this that was perfectly fine but it was really dumb and then even afterwards I'm sorry but if your one line is going to be well whatever Eva Marie said about her being the winner please at least do it with some pizzazz in there I would have been like more like grand about it like well I'm the winner or something like that but it felt very 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 flat. I was like, okay, that's the one thing you're going to do. At least, you know, have it be something really special or get over really well. I mean, they both looked absolutely phenomenal, but I don't know how to feel about this pairing because I feel like it's going to go one or two directions. And I really hope that it doesn't go in the direction that a lot of people think it's going to go into because it could be really, really bad. Yes. Okay. So
0: I had heard about this pairing a few months ago or a couple months ago, I think. And I told Jimmy about it. I'm sure he'll talk about it on the Listen, You Boy this week. But when I heard it, I was like, oh, no. Because we know how Vince thinks and books this stuff. And I don't want him booking Piper Niven as, like, that. I I don't want that is and, we're and, and all afraid
1: to
2: say it because it's in a like, it would be it's horrible. fucking like, inappropriate i yeah. don't want to say it and like it's putting like if you it, it's a bad position for like you coming from a male perspective whatever your male perspective is, it's gonna sound bad if i come in here with a female perspective it's gonna come out bad too yeah and that's where the storyline has essentially put you in the spot now i have been trashing this but i'm gonna give you a pro and here's my pro on this and uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I The best way that I can say it is that the pro in this situation is that, yeah, this whole thing is all about Eva Marie. But I am happy that at least Piper is getting this opportunity on the main roster because realistically, realistically speaking, we don't necessarily know 100 percent that she would actually be that she would have actually been given this spot. And while this may have a shelf life and this may not last very long, this is essentially her opportunity to essentially go with what they've been given her and maybe show the people, you know, making decisions. Hey, you know what? You got something with me. So this is an opportunity for her to, you know, really showcase herself. So I do. This is the pro there. And I I hope that it gets better uh, as the weeks go on. And I do get that they're doing kind of like the fake influencer type of storyline. That's what I'm getting from like night one with Eva Marie that, you know, she's claiming that she's, you know, Miss hot thing, but now she's using Piper essentially to get her win. So I, I like that aspect of it. And I, and I guess if they're going to go any direction with it, they might as well go with it that direction. But even then that has bad implications because, well, you know, there you go.
0: Yes. Now we've got a ton of super chats about this. Nerd Guru says waiting for the Trinity Two is all elite graphic. I'm not expecting that. My friends, uh, Kate Hensler says Reginald is book better than Naomi. Why? I don't have an answer for that. Um, Naomi, uh, just, they, they take her for granted. They take her for granted so often. And she's got a very loyal fan base, and it's, it's just frustrating. Uh, Hebkin says, Naomi and Piper Niven deserve so much better. Uh, yes, I think that Piper Niven and Eva Marie and Naomi all played the roles that they were assigned as best they possibly could. Naomi made Piper look as good as she could Piper did as good as she could especially looking very incredulous after the match how happy she was to be there I thought Eva Marie playing the "uh, thanks for doing that for me but you're gross type of thing I thought she did that very well even though I think the angle is like eh but yeah uh Ryan B James is they're willing to shame Naya they're more willing to shame than willing to shame Piper yes and
2: James got shamed (laughs) Do we yes. not forget what happened to Mickey, who is like gorgeous as hell?
0: A prime Mickey James got shamed. Like she was, it's unreal. Uh, Thirty Undertaker Thirteen says the pi- fat shaming of Piper Niven has to stop. People need to realize she can wrestle and is entertaining to watch. Please stop fat shaming this lady. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, it won't happen in our chat because you'll get kicked the fuck out real quick. Um, Havry Duncan says, Ref, why is he she here fighting instead of Eva? Hmm. ring the bell anyway isn't that the supposed to per is that the person who's supposed to wrestle wb logic yes it's very weird and speaking of weird the name i broke it on dot what the pitched name was the pitched name for piper niven is dewdrop denise
2: what does it mean sean i, I don't know
0: I posted a bunch of Dewey Cox gifs because that was his nickname in that movie. Have you ever watched that movie? No. Oh, well worth it. Well worth it. It's very funny. It's a parody of the, the Johnny cash bio doc. It's a super funny movie. I hope it changes because this segment changed a bunch. Like it was supposed to be on the show, then off the show, then on the show. And I heard that name this afternoon. And then again tonight, and I was like, there's no way. And But then when they didn't say it, I was like, okay, maybe they're shopping it. Maybe they won't do it. Maybe they I won't do it.
2: they don't, because it doesn't even make sense. I don't even know what that means. The only do I know is Mountain Dew, and that's it. <sighs> oh,
0: boy. <laughs> Brian B. Jam says, "Well, Magic Spoon never get called out by John Oliver like Cheerios? Doubt it. Magic Spoon's great. Nerd Guru says, Piper is so good. See Kaylee Ray versus Storm versus Piper. But because she's on the larger side, she's going to be Eva's project. And that's disgusting and insulting. So I didn't get the idea anymore that she was going to be Eva's project. I think Eva's going to take advantage of her. Like all that hard work that Eva does. Well, it's actually this woman who looks nothing like her and doesn't represent the same things that she does doing all the real hard work for her, Denise.
2: Yeah, and even then that has implications because that is the better story that they can tell is essentially like I said, her being a fake influencer and essentially like that's the story that they're going with, but I mean, think of all of the teen rom- rom-com movies that you've seen. How many times don't you see the cool girl essentially taking uh, advantage of the nerdy girl or the, you know, whatever girl doesn't look like a Barbie doll, that sort of thing. So even then, that has implications within that.
0: Yep, I agree. Do you remember Not Another Teen?
2: Sean, you're frozen. And it's not me.
0: Am I good now?
2: Yeah, you're back now.
0: Okay, good. Never mind. Seamus is in raw talk says you're a dirt sheet, man, not a dirt
2: sheet, boy.
0: Cyclops <laughs> says
2: dirt <sheet> boy <laughs> will be you're bigger. Frozen. You are frozen with your mouth open right now. Am I good now? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. You just went out a little bit.
0: Uh, it's all right. I'll get I'll get it fixed. Cyclops says dirt sheet, boy would be bigger than your tall gimmick. I like this idea. They should have jobbed out Aaliyah for Piper. Well, they were there scouting at the PC, so there's no telling who they'll use for what. Sean Blanford says, SummerSlam pred- prediction when Piper and Eva win the women's tag titles with Piper doing everything and Eva getting a pin. I could see that happening, Denise.
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, if that's the direction that they're going with, all right, cool.
0: I could see that. And uh, I'll say this, she got way more buzz doing this than anything else that she could have done on this show, like by far. Uh, I don't know if that's always a good thing or a bad thing, but the buzz was there.
2: Well, that's the think they had to protect her too, in a way, because you know, you know, the IWC was going to be ready to rip into that. Yeah. You know, like if It would have been bad. Like in we're, the head,
0: we're heading down the home stretch guys, get in your super chats, please leave a thumbs up. Ray Callahan Jr. Says Piper crossed the ocean to get Eva a win. Why? Well on FightfulSelect.com tonight, we reported that Piper has actually been over here for quite a while at the performance center Just today on FightfulSelect.com, I have my Backstage Report podcast. That's 10 to 20 minutes of exclusive news in a podcast. We had news on the Eva Marie Piper Niven plans about the debut coming tonight, the name um, that she's been at the Performance Center. We had news of another free agent name that was at the Performance Center training today. We had more news on the Cardona Gage uh, story that's going on and what happened there. We had more news on Samoa Joe heading back to NXT. We broke that story last week. But in addition to that, we've had news on Kona Reeves, what he's doing in NXT. News on Omega versus uh, Moose. We've just had so much over there of late. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Uh, last week, we hit a milestone now we are about 40 subscriptions away from being the most subscribed wrestling entity on that platform. Holy crap. Thank you all so much. It means so much. I, it, I never thought that Fightful Select would work. So,
2: Are we throwing a party? What's happening?
0: I'd like to. I'd like to. Well, Misfit says what we didn't want to say. Is Piper I supposed to be Eva's that. duff? I think that's what Vince sees her as. I don't see her as that. I see her as a very talented woman. And I thought she worked her ass off tonight and had a great showing.
2: And she looked fantastic.
0: Yep. Jesse Soto says, hope Piper ends up squashing Eva. I hope that's the end game that if you bring Eva in, she never does anything. She takes all the credit and she's, you know, she hits her with a look at you, look at me. And then Piper kills her, kills her. That's what we need to do. Brandon Charles Powell says, do drop sounds retributionish. Well, T-Bar actually tweeted D drop or something like that. So when um, tonight, I I don't know. I wonder if he still has it up. I wonder if he heard the name, but then when they didn't post the name, if he deleted it, I wonder. Yep. Looks like it.
2: Oh, oof. (laughs)
0: But yeah, I think he had uh, tweeted that. So there you go. And Nick Zotic says, Piper deserved uh, that UK women's title run before going to the main roster. At least team her up with Nikki Cross. That sounds like a really fun team. Oh, that would be a lot of of fun. Ryan Martin says, WWE has been able to control the narrative with the Thunderdome, but when fans return, they'll no longer be able to do that. God, I miss fans. Me too, buddy. Me too.
2: Either that or the fans are just going to be sitting there like waiting for something to happen.
0: Drew Lytle says NXT would have built her as the new muscle challenger for Raquel. Main roster makes her the lackey of someone known for not being a good wrestler. Yep. I think we're greatly overstating how good NXT books women. They would have had her come in, lose a match, win a match, lose a match, win a match. Then she would have won four in a row. Then she would have challenged for the title. They do that an awful lot there. Uh, A match that we're going over time, but we aren't going to have to talk about the main event very much. But let's talk about RK-Bro versus New Day. Holy crap, this was awesome. This is one of my favorite matches that I've seen in the Thunderdome, one of my favorite spots that I've seen recently. Riddle going for that second rope German, and Xavier goes through his legs and sets up the uh, Doomsday Stomp, It looked so good, Denise. This match ruled. It was one of my favorite matches in WWE this year. Uh, Xavier and Kofi have been wrestling for 15 years at a high, high level, and they are still getting better and better and better in the ring. I think Matt Riddle might be the best North American cable TV wrestler right now. I think he is fantastic. And Randy Orton is Randy Orton. And that honor roll into the RKO was masterful this was an awesome match i i don't think i could have hated raw if this match was on it regardless because this was such an incredible match i want your thoughts on this
2: this was definitely a good match. I really enjoyed it. But what I have been enjoying the most is the fact that they haven't rushed this RK bro thing. Like, they've actually allowed them to grow as a tag team where, like, even today, you saw them do, like, new uh, new things in the ring together that you hadn't seen them do before in some of their previous matches together. And I really like that. Like, I, there was a moment where they did uh, an assisted corkscrew cork, cork, flip. And I really liked that, like, that incorporation of that, I thought that was pretty cool. And then um, there was just moments throughout this entire match where I just kept thinking I'm so glad that they didn't rush this they're giving them time to come to grow together as a tag team to develop a personality to develop you know we under we you understand exactly what Matt Riddle is and exactly what Randy Orton is and what they're bringing together to this arcade bro duo and it's very clear it's not confusing whatsoever it makes sense and yeah uh, I think at this point like you know a lot of people would have probably thought oh they would have already gone for the titles would have already been broken up hell and hell in the south, they would have been facing each other already i think a lot of people would have thought that this would have been the point that they were at, at that, that they probably would have been at right now and they're not they're actually letting them breathe it out as a tag team and that's personally what i have been enjoying uh the most out of this and even given the fact that i think they had did they have one or two commercial breaks during this match i know they had one for sure Damn. Two, Two at least, yeah. So even with the commercial breaks, it didn't take me out of this match whatsoever. And that's, uh, that's saying a lot because so many matches can be good, but because of the commercial breaks, it'll definitely take me out of it. And I didn't feel like that whatsoever uh, with this match here.
0: The thing I liked so much about this, it's four performers that I care about and are consistently entertaining, and they are not defined by this match or this storyline. Instead, you have a feud going on between these four, Who are all great performers. But before the match, you have Randy Orton telling Riddle off separately, hey, be yourself, don't be me. So it's not, they're not just consumed with New Day. Then New Day later on are talking to MVP, and MVP is trying to talk some sense into Kofi. And Kofi's like, we're not the same, we don't have the same motivations. New Day and Xavier are not like consumed by just this. They're doing more than one thing. It's something we see an awful lot in AEW where they plant seeds elsewhere while they're doing something, but we don't see it as much in WWE, and I'm really glad we're seeing it now. This kicked ass. This is a match you all should go out of your way to see. I loved it. I can't say enough good things about it. And I'm going to say the exact opposite about the main event segment, Denise, because this annoyed me. I was so ready to get like 30 minutes of AJ and Drew McIntyre. I was like, listen, this is one of those. I don't care who wins. I don't care who loses. I'm just going to let it go. I'll, I'll just enjoy this. And instead, we got promos about William Wallace leading up to this. Cool, man. wonder who wrote that. And then the Viking Raiders come out to even the odds, and we get a DQ when Drew attacks Lashley. And you know what's happening. Lashley shouldn't have even taken off his suit for this, Denise. This is stupid. Six-man tag, and McIntyre pins Lashley. And I thought one of the best things about Lashley leading up to winning that title was that he never was getting pinned. He was never getting beaten. And WWE's way of saying, no, you're going to be interested in this match is, look, they can get pinned. This person that you think can't get pinned, they can get pinned. I'd rather find that out in the match, in the big match, Denise. That's when I'd like to find it out. Not on the Monday before in a nonsensical pointless six man now if lashley was still in his suit i would i would give it a little bit more lenience because it's like he wasn't prepared for this the man had his gear on under his suit how does that make sense
2: I don't know. I mean, even like with the finish where AJ Styles, you think that he's going to tag Omos, but instead he tags Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby Lashley's like, what the heck's going on? And that's, you know, Drew McIntyre is able to get the win there. All that tells me is that Bobby Lashley is definitely winning at Hell in a Cell. And at least that's how I feel about it now after this Raw main event. You know, I feel like they just gave Drew McIntyre this win so that it's okay when he loses, come Hell in a Cell. So. I feel like that settled that prediction for me. But the second uh, the Viking Raiders came out, I knew that this was going to turn into a six-man. I was actually kind of surprised that it didn't happen right away. I thought, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not going to happen. But then it did actually happen. Uh, The match itself, like even like the beginning, I mean, AJ Styles bumping like crazy for Drew McIntyre. Nothing new, nothing different there. It was the match that they, it was their match that they can have. Like you, there was nothing new or different for me. It was, I was just expecting like a pretty, you know, like you, I was I don't know if I was expecting a 30 minute match, but I was definitely expecting, um, a lengthy one for sure. But again, once we saw the Viking Raiders come out, and knew that that was not going to be, uh, happening anymore.
0: Yes. There's not much more I can say about that. Um, That's it. We'll have Hell in a Cell this Sunday. Denise will be here with me for that. For those of you who don't know, Denise joining me for all the pay per views now. Uh, we,
2: me though, we,
0: we have Zach Barber saying Selena needs to run away fast. Hey, buddy, that's a fightful select scoop. Subscribe over there. Please do. We are inching closer and closer to becoming the most subscribed wrestling content on uh on that platform i can't believe it it's unreal ryan martin says with paul ellering tagging nxt and WWE a lot in tweets do you think that points to them returning no i think they'll just be wrestling again but we'll see uh evan wright says no other company pins title holders like WWE. none no major companies do that um it's very very rare elsewhere and it should be uh, Joe Pearl says, we're doing Hell in a Cell predictions this week. Joel, me and you should probably do that because I don't have anybody for that. So uh, I'd say Wednesday or Thursday, I'll probably call upon you. So we should probably do that. Denise, tell the people where they can follow you.
2: Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That is where you can follow me. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Please go support. It'd be pretty awesome.
0: Guys, this has been a big week, an even bigger month for Fightful and Fightful Select. Thank you all so much. We've got Fightful, Fightful Select, Fightful MMA, Fightful on Twitch. We've got a million different platforms. Thank you for supporting so many of them. Tuesday, I'm dropping an interview with Maria Canellis. It is one of my best interviews all year. We go into a really in-depth discussion about the trash bag stuff, about the philosophy of HR and how they should be aware of it. I learned so much talking to Maria Canellis about this, and uh, I think you guys are really, really going to like it. Until next time,
3: guys, we're out.